Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Boots to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast will make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that. Competition is missing, you know they died off. Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss. You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go. Another episode right now, start the show. Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 172. We are here after a weekend in St. Louis last week for the Royal Rumble. I'm Chris Rucker. That's Marty Vasquez, powered by FullPressCoverage.com. Go there for all your sport wants and needs. But Marty, we got a lot of shit to talk about. First off, good to see you. I feel like I didn't even see you in St. Louis. No, man. It's, uh, you know, I'm coming through on my my mic okay maybe not um no dude it was it's yeah we were there for freaking like two and a half days and i feel like i saw you for a whole you know honestly <laughs> the, the at the royal rumbles the most i saw you you were two rows ahead of me <laughs> i told my wife that i was like i feel like i hadn't seen marty at all and so i've been texting you and calling you especially the night before and it kept going to voicemail and then of the royal rumble I'm standing in line to get alcohol, and you walk by me. I'm like, Marty, what the fuck? Like, why you don't answer your phone? You're like, you're not calling the right number. Like, yeah, and I, I was wondering why. Why I was going to voice call, but I, it was, that phone was in my backpack, so it was on airplane mode the whole time. That's why I was going to chase the voicemail. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. I was like, this because um, after the live show we did Friday with, you know, us and 80 Proof teamed up against uh, FF Popcast, you, like, disappeared. So I went to call you, and it just kept going straight to voicemail. I said, I didn't think you drank that much. This motherfucker must have passed out in his hotel room. Yeah, I uh, I did fall asleep. Uh, but not because I was drunk. I fell asleep. Well, one, I've been up since like 2.30 in the morning. After going to bed, like at 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, and then started, you know, had to get to the airport, had to travel. Um, but no, I, I left. When you guys went down to go eat, I left to go eat, too, because I haven't really I think I had a sandwich. Um, like, maybe a few hours before that when we got there yeah um so I'm like oh shit okay i gotta get some meat um so i went down to get food and i took it up to my hotel room and was eating it and I had smackdown on and then i was sitting on because i had a couch in my hotel room so i was just sitting and chilling and uh, eating dinner and then watching Sm- the end of smackdown and then i just fell asleep dude like i was so damn tired i fell asleep and I probably would have woken up if you would have been calling like my, my, my personal phone, but you were calling my work line. And so I was like, oh shit. But I, yeah, so I didn't even get those calls. Um, I think I ended up waking up around 1230 and I'm like, fuck. And then I was like, oh no, they're probably all asleep already. Or no, all, we were not up there. I was like, they're not up there anymore. Cause I know they only had the room till like 10 o'clock. So like, no, shit. we were up there all night. We were up on that, uh, oh, in that room we did the live at, I don't know what time we left. I know it's only an hour behind, but I felt like all night long, in St. Louis, I was just like, fuck, it's probably like midnight. And I look at my yeah. watch and it'd still be early. And I didn't eat a lot on Friday. And so I was trying to rush and get some food because I know I'd been drinking. I was trying not to get too fucking drunk. Well, that didn't happen. 
So, <laughs> but I don't know what time we went to bed. I'll just know by the time I got back to the hotel room, like, I was just like, fuck. And then I went to Orange Theory the next day. So I was trying to, like, go to bed and, and get a little bit of rest before that. But all in all, like, that Friday night was a lot of fun. We kicked FF Popcast's ass on the Family Feud show. Whooped that ass. And not only whooped that ass, but we whooped that ass with some stupid-ass answers on their questions, too. <laughs> and then uh, me and EJ Ree ran the beer pong table, like, all night long, undefeated, me and EJ. Nice. We, uh, I saw that, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this tonight. And I never made it back to play that. And I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> but... uh. So that was night one. Uh, well, but- yeah. Well, let's, I mean, you know, we got a, we got there. We got we got into town about the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I walked in the hotel. Admire was sitting right there. We're getting ready to check in, and I'm getting ready to go up to my room. And Ric Flair walks in. Um, obviously, we're not a fan really of Ric Flair. So, but you know, still, it's Ric Flair. Did you get and a picture with him? I did not. Wow, um, Marty, big time in the Nature Boy. My hypocrisy <laughs> has its limits. Um, but no, we, uh, well, we were standing there and, and like Aaron was getting ready to take a picture and everything. And then like, he started talking to us and asking, you know, where the WWE are staying and where the, all the talent are staying. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, just call your fucking daughter. <laughs> right. She, Shouldn't you, know, you fucking know your nature boy. Um, but then like he, then he like tried to, then he started, he was talking to us a little bit and then he like took off to the front. I'm like, oh, he's not going to take a picture. He's like, he knows what people want and just walked off. Uh, so I was like, oh, no, I'm going to go drop my stuff off in my hotel room. I'm going to come back down and get something to drink. And I came back down, and, and Aaron had taken a picture with Rick Flair. He came back to, to over there and just took pictures. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, but then, you know, everyone started showing up, you know, everyone from FFP. EJ finally showed up, you know, a couple hours later. Tara came through. Um, but, no, man, that the date, night one, night one was a fun time. Yeah. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, and you know what I love the best is when I got out of the car. Actually, when I got out of the, when I walked out of the airport, it was freezing ass cold. Mm. It was fucking fantastic. I hated it. I can't fucking tell you how happy I was about that. St. Louis would have been so much more fun if it wasn't so fucking cold. Nope, it would have been. It was absolutely amazing. Um, what was weird though is I've been in some big cities. You know, I've been in New York, uh, downtown Denver, uh, L.A., Chicago. Um, but Saturday morning, so you're talking about you know you went to Orange Theory. Saturday morning, I got up. Well, not really Saturday morning. It was a little bit. By the time I walked out, it was almost twelve. Um, to go to go down to the baseball village and meet Admire there to have uh, you know, have some lunch and drinks and whatever. And I'm walking through like St. Louis, like the downtown city of St. Louis, and it's like a fucking ghost town, dude. Like towers, nobody. I think I saw in the blocks I walked. I think I saw a total of like six people on the street. Yeah, it was crazy, and it's in the middle of a city, and I don't think I I would never have been to any other city I've been in and been that empty or that quiet on a Saturday morning at that mm-hmm. of wrestle like, oh. of, of Royal Rumble. Yeah, exactly. It was just weird. It was odd to me. You know what I noticed was, uh, especially in our hotel, people showed up about three o'clock on Saturday to like check into the hotel, so nobody was there. Like we got there Friday, and it felt like it wasn't many people there. St. Louis is a shitty fucking town, though. Like, it is just the drizzling shits. Like, it looks apocalyptic. It almost looks like they filmed The Walking Dead down there, exactly, right? Exactly. Like, That's, when I was walking the streets, I was waiting man, for, like, Rick to walk through with his horse. Man, that shit was... And there was an exit to get back to the hotel, because, you know, I, I drove my truck down there. So we mm. we went around a couple places in St. Louis just for the hell of it. 
And like to get back to the hotel, you had to take this exit. It looked like a bike ramp and it was so small and narrow and there was just trash all over the fucking place. I'm like, my God, do they not like the Rams left town? And they just said, fuck it. We ain't cleaning up anything. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. All the buildings look abandoned. Like they all look like they were built in the fucking 1800s and hadn't been updated. Even the Marriott that we stayed in, like the outside of that building looked like shit. No hot water in my fucking room. It's funny because I was when I was driving to the airport, getting taken to the airport by the Uber. Um, I was asking about stuff because I, I was like, "Oh, there's a Ferris wheel and this and that." And, you know, this thing's like, "Oh yeah, that will." They used to be our Union Station. It used to be a really busy mall and restaurants, and then it died down. It was empty for hmm. years, and they decided to put an aquarium in there to fill the space. And that aquarium looked weird. We drove by that too. Ar- that was a little, ar- a little carnival outside. I'm like, oh, that's cool. At least they're using the space somehow. Yeah. I'm like, but that, that's kind of the feeling I got too. I was like, oh, well, that's emptied out. So we drove yeah. by the aquarium and it looked like it was an outdoor aquarium. It didn't look yeah, like it was weird. Yeah. It was, it and that's like, that, that's because that's the O ring, but apparently, like inside, it's pretty, pretty big. He said. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, a lot of good eating down there. Some shitty customer service. I talked about that on 80 Proof about how we got treated at the, the funnel cake place. Um, but, I mean, all in all, I had fun. I just, the city of St. Louis aesthetically did not work for me. Like, yeah. I just didn't like it. It just looked fucking run down and, like, all the buildings were like, they were just going to fall over. Um, but, that, that, like I said, that was night one. Day two, you and Admire went and got drunk all day at, uh, at the baseball, I can't remember the name. What'd village. you call it? The baseball, baseball village. village. Yeah. yeah, I got a lot of photos and texts from that. But we fucking, uh, like I said, I went to Orange Theory and then we came back and we went to this barbecue spot, like right around the corner from the stadium. And it was so fucking good. And I, I ate all that and I was just like, I think I need to go back to my room and lay down. So we stopped by the, uh, we stopped by the WWE shop trailer. They really didn't have shit. I don't know if you noticed this, Marty. Like, as far as wrestlers go, for merch they had roman they had uh randy orton and they had fucking johnny knoxville that was it yeah. everything else was royal rumble stuff and then, of course the one royal rumble shirt that i wanted the cool one um I'm, I'm a real big fan of getting like when you go to these big events getting a t-shirt that says like you know i was there I was for there. this or whatever it doesn't have to say i was there but just an event shirt or an event anything from it you know what i mean right i'm a big fan of getting those and they had a really nice shirt. Didn't have extra large. The biggest size they had was fucking medium. Like, I don't know if you mm. Yeah, I went to Orange Theory this morning, but I ain't that fucking small, right? Like, I can't squeeze my big ass into a medium. So, uh, we get to the Rumble, and fucking Admire buys me this pullover. And he cut the fucking line, Marty. There's like 100 people in line. I believe and, it. Look, I believe it 100%. Look, check this out. We're walking by, and we just go to look to like see what kind of merch they got. Admire's like, what do you want? And I was like, I think I'm going to grab that hoodie. I'll get it later. I'll probably get it online. He's like, well, what size? And he just fucking walks up to the front, orders it. The guy gives it to him, and he hands it to me and walks off. Meanwhile, there's a line going like to the next fucking entranceway of people waiting in line for it. Admire just walks up and goes. It's like okay, I ain't gonna say nothing. Yeah, that's a that's kind of how the W like even SummerSlam, you know the they had like a large room like the the room that they had for the merchandise at SummerSlam was humongous. Yeah, um, like the 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 room we were in Friday night for the podcast, mm-hmm. it was probably like like five times larger than that, and there was probably about the same amount of merchandise, mm. and it, it, they had very limited. 
um, wrestling. I think they had like one bay of clubs that was merchandised for like the wrestlers, and everything else was just Royal Rumble or not Summer SummerSlam, um, in Vegas and all this and that. But it was like it wasn't that great. And when I walked into the, I didn't do the the outside trailer. I went inside. First of all, I was trying to find a, the hoodie, the one you have, and a, a t-shirt. But they didn't. Ha- they I. I am just getting the T-shirt that had everybody on it that said I was there because I, you know, that's fine. All the yeah. ones I, most of the shirts I had that, that were like that are, are the ones with the, like the event picture or whatever. Yeah. Um. But then I went. No one had the sweater. Like they're like, oh, we're all out. Oh, or they're either out all together or they have like a small. I'm like, well, no shit. They, they, have you seen? You know, yeah, fans? You, you looked you around. Y'all should have bought a plethora of fucking XL exactly. through triple XL. <laughs> and then I um. I go into the little after I talked to you, I walked into that one room, and they had they had like a nice long sleeve uh, Royal Rumble shirt, so I grabbed that. But then and they didn't have a size; they had no, no size. They had like small mediums. Yeah. And then I was getting ready to walk out and not get anything, and then I looked down and someone had just put a sweater down. It was right. It was my size. I'm like, oh shit! So I grabbed that hoodie really quick, and then went. I was like, yeah, I'll grab the shirt, and then I, I bought it all right there. But I'm like, yeah, I almost didn't get anything. Yeah. But it's it's odd that the you know, so back in SummerSlam, that was like one of the first big events, and you know, I, I figured that they're at that point they were talking about closing down and maybe not even having the event. So I thought maybe they have limited merchandise because they don't want to get stuck with a bunch of shit, even though they could sell it on on the website. But they're playing it safe. This is fucking, you know, six months later, and they have even less merchandise. So I don't know. I whatever whoever's doing their marketing, whoever's doing their merchandising, uh, it, it hasn't thought well. Maybe it was know? Shane McMahon. Uh, it might have been. I mean, maybe he pulled all the merchandise <laughs> before it started. Um, speaking but, speaking of Shane, uh, I heard I didn't see this, but I have heard that throughout the show, like Shane got a t shirt pop up in the shop once he was in the Rumble. Uh, Bad Bunny got one once he was there. I think Ronda's shirt came out. Obviously, they couldn't have those shirts out before before the Rumble. Yeah. Um, so you had stuff like that popping up, but. St- Shane McMahon, a Shane McMahon shirt? Like, who gives a fuck? It's probably a jersey. Yeah, every if you wanted a Shane O'Mac baseball jersey, chances are you fucking got one already. Like, um, Johnny Knoxville got a fucking shirt. Fucking Johnny Knoxville, dude. Like, look ridiculous. seriously, Johnny Knoxville. Um, the overall experience though was was good. Like, I, it was fun being in a big stadium like that. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the first time I've been besides a football game. That's the first time I've been to a big stadium like that for a wrestling event since. Mm. fucking wrestlemania at the dome in 2011 like i haven't been to a stadium that size in a long fucking time that was fun um which is crazy because that's probably the smallest arena i've been in for a wwe event, <laughs> like last five years <laughs> yeah forty-four thousand people i mean that ain't shit compared to what wrestlemania is gonna get, be they in. get more than that for a smackdown or run in la so yeah that's, i don't know um but that was fun i i found that shop you were talking about i didn't really find anything in there but the uh I tell you what, I'm glad the people around my section were like there to have fun. Cause I was, I was thinking back to like how I was acting. I had to be the most annoying motherfucker there, but I was drunk. Uh, I was having a good time. I didn't give a shit. You were. That's and fine. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I think we got more fun out of watching your reactions than we did the actual event. <laughs> um, and you know, I had, I had, you know, a, a, a basement dweller and his dad next to me. Mm. Um, there was a, another guy that was between uh, after them, and then there was Admire and EJ, and then but that guy like was by himself, so he ended up switching me. Um, so that three of us could sit together, so that was pretty cool. 
the, the old man next to me though he was oh he was annoying as fuck i was like just shut up like just shut up just talk, how about <laughs> why don't you talk to your son don't talk to me oh he kept talk talking to, to you yeah i'm like just talk to your son dude i don't give a shit about your opinions they're shitty opinions anyways that's funny. the guys behind me were drunk and they spilt fucking luckily i had double bagged my my merchandise oh no um they spilt beer all and it was fucking pissing me off um and then i had a family like a uh, you know a husband and wife and a little kid the kid may have been like six or seven years old in front of me mm-hmm. um which was whatever it was, i felt kind of bad because we were over here talking shit and i'm like oh poor little kid but we weren't where he wasn't listening much to what we were saying. Um, I'm sure the parents heard us and were like, oh, these obnoxious assholes. You know, poor little kid. He started crying at the end of the Royal Rumble. Why? Because um, Brock won? No, because John Cena didn't show up. And my <laughs> thoughts were, you guys are shitty fucking parents for letting them think that John Cena was going to show up in the first place. They probably like, didn't if fucking you fucking know. thought he was going to show up, you're idiots all together. Should a little um, kid be a John Cena fan, though? John Cena had been a full-time wrestler in like five years now. Exactly, he was six years old. So you know that last year, year and a half, first yeah. of his career, he was live watching. Yeah, I don't know. They probably thought, you know, hey, it's uh, he's a, he's a family friendly guy, so we can let him watch it. <laughs> hey, did you see the little kid? He was across the aisle, um, from us up up about where y'all seat was. He was mm-hmm. cheering for Brock during the Lashley match, and he uh-huh. was like talking shit the whole time. And I, my wife kept saying, "Don't say nothing, to the little boy. Do not say <laughs> nothing to that little boy." And as soon as Brock lost, I turned around and looked at him, and he was just sitting in his fucking chair, like so mad. And my wife like grabs me and pulls me. I was like, "I'm not gonna pick on a kid, even though Brock sucks." Really loud. Yeah, but. <laughs> that's funny. Adam Meyer says he was high five little kids. Um, he was. I saw. I looked at first. It was funny because there was a little girl, like a guy, and there was his little daughter next to Headmire. And the little girl was all excited about something. I forgot what it was, but I was excited about something. And Aaron looked like high fiver. And she looked at it and was like, Yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. And sat down and then tried like trying to look they, I think he finally looked at the dad, like, hey, is it okay? And he's, he's like, you know, then the little girl's, oh, okay, and high fived it back. Uh, but yeah, she was high fiving the whole night. I'm like, that's pretty cool. There was a uh, there was a group of three guys behind me, Marty. You would have wanted to sit with them. I sat down and they like said something to us. I can't remember. And I said, oh, my God. And the guy goes, what? I said, don't fucking tell me y'all are Packers fans. Because you can tell by the way they were talking. They're like, yeah, we're from Wisconsin. Go Wisconsin. Pack. I was like, oh, my God. Then a guy with a fucking Eagles hat walks by. And me, ah. and, him, me and him are jawing at each other. And the guy behind him's like, I know you know, you're a Cowboys fan. And I said, well, who's, who's, whose team are you with? He's like, I'm a Washington. I'm like, man, go talk to me when you get a fucking football team name, actually, where it's not just Washington fucking football team. I bet he, he wished it was still a football team. Yeah. I bet he's like, I bet he was thinking, fuck, why couldn't this happen last week? Who's that? Who's the guy that was in front of me? Now I can talk shit to him. I'm a, I'm a commanders fan. It was all fun. Though. Like we, we had a good time. We were, like I said, talking shit back and forth to people about wrestling and football is always fun. If nobody takes it too fucking seriously, like all the videos you see on online and shit. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I kind of got loud twice. Like, you know, being a little bit of an asshole. Uh, <laughs> obviously everyone's booing Roman. You know, everyone apparently were Seth Rollins fans. That Not night. me. Everyone was booing Brock Lesnar, talking shit. Like, all in our area, we're all talking shit about both of them. They, you know, fuck Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. And then Roman Reigns comes out to beat up Brock Lesnar, and everyone's hearts all of a sudden becomes fans of Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar's music hits for the Royal Rumble, and everyone's all of a sudden Brock Lesnar fans. Oh, dude, I started talking shit. I'm yeah. like, y'all fucking booing these assholes an hour and a half ago. Y'all can shut the fuck up. I told y'all him to quit cheering, cheering Roman. Now. 
I told him to quit oh. cheering, Roman. I was like, y'all exactly. a bunch of fucking hypocrites. And the guy behind me was like, he was like, oh, I guess you've been a Roman fan since the beginning. I said, since day one, bitch. <laughs> This is that day one-ish up in here. My wife was like, really? There's three of them. I was like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, you not see the other three behind me? The yeah. other three behind me? They're, they're watching me. That's me. They're watching me. I hope I'm they hilarious. are. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, oh, and uh, Boot to the Face made it on TV. Yeah, shout out to Tara. Tara got her Boot to the Face shirt on t- a couple times. A couple times. Um, who else was there that we... Tara was there. Uh, there's a... Oop. Hoop was there. Hoop was there. We ran into him after the show. There was a uh, there's a guy on Twitter that uh, he's been following me for a while. Me and him talk about football and wrestling and shit like that. He lives here in Atlanta. I've never met him. So down in the front row, did you see the black dude dressed up like the Miz? He had a white Miz jacket on. He had the fucking sunglasses. No. He had a headband. Like if you go down the steps to go down, he's literally right here on the left. Oh, that's and the thing. I never left my seat. Oh, I did a lot because I had to pee a lot because I was drinking a lot. Um, I, I, I didn't drink at all during the event. Oh, that sucks. No wonder. You, no wonder every time I look back there, you're looking like a sourpuss the whole time. No, I was like, "What's wrong with Marty? Time. He looks so mad." I was irritated with people. I was irritated with the event. It was pissing me off. We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll, we're going to take a break and then we'll talk about the Royal Rumble. But anyway, so the guy, uh, he's like, "Are you at the Rumble?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Around section 102." I was like, "I'm in 101," and then. Didn't hear from him. And then the next day, he's like, I think you walked right by me. I'm going to look through my videos. And sure as shit, he's got a video of me fucking flying down the steps, like grabbing the rails, swinging the fuck around so I can go to the bathroom. But it sucked because he was fucking right there. He lives in Atlanta. Swinging around, kicking the heels in the air like a little kid running around the pole. That was probably after Lashley won. I was celebrating. Everybody was pissed off. But, uh, yeah, so we'll take a break. When we come back, we will actually get into the Royal Rumble and we'll get our thoughts. And then y'all in the chat can tell us what y'all thought about the Royal Rumble after we come back. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Boot to the Face. Chris Rucker, Marty Vasquez here on twitch.tv slash boot to the face. And we are talking about the Royal Rumble, which again, we were boot at to the face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out nah, to uh, FF Podcast for the faces for uh, getting a boot to the ass in that in that game we played with him. Um, Angels know Steve Harvey. I know that much. 
but uh it was fun it was fun hanging out with them as always like they're they're a really good time we're supposed to be doing something uh in nashville for the summer slam so that'll be a good time they'll probably have another block of uh hotel rooms that they got which will be the cheapest you could probably find because a hundred nine dollars at a fucking marriott uh literally across the street from the stadium was a fucking steal like i wish i could have booked it with my credit card points but i couldn't but the deal was so fucking good i just paid for it like yeah i mean that was a really fucking good deal um so if you didn't get in on that make sure you keep your eyes and ears peeled for SummerSlam. they will probably have a block of rooms there at a discounted rate at some sort of hotel i told him i only stay at marriott hotels so it'll be somebody in the marriott family because i'm a bougie bitch fantastic um yeah no i can't wait dude nashville's gonna be i think nashville's gonna be fucking crazy oh yeah i'm going um, to party in nashville i'm not i going, mean the fuck the i'm not going alone. for wrestling i'm going to party it's not i mean it's not st louis it's it's uh it's not gonna be a dead ghost town um i, I feel like that city's gonna put us down uh we might not make it to SummerSlam. <laughs> exactly like that's, <laughs> that's all, shit uh i can no, i can't wait man and, and here's the thing like nashville's like my kind of town mm-hmm. so it's uh it's gonna, it's gonna be, be hot. Whiskey drinking. It's gonna be whiskey drinking time. That's all I know. It's gonna be hot. It's not fucking warm. It's not cool in Tennessee in the end of July. So you ain't gonna be able to wear your fucking uh, Canadian tuxedo you had on when we were in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of figured that. So it's not a problem. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Hopefully, I'll I'll leave a couple pounds back here and and uh, rocking that V neck. Yeah, I, I'm wearing a tank top. That's what I. That's my goal. Oh shit, guns walking, out. Walking around in fucking Roman Reigns tank top. Maybe I'll get a new tattoo when I get to Nashville. Like I was about to say, you get your shoulder done? Just get a shoulder tat? There you go. Get Make a new tattoo. Maybe That's what I'll do. Maybe I'll just get a tattoo every time I travel out of town in the wrestling city. <laughs> Forget to get a t-shirt so they never have t-shirts in stock. Yeah. Might as well get a tattoo. Right. Then, These right. motherfuckers, they're costing me a lot of money not having an extra large t-shirt, so I'll just start getting tattoos everywhere I go. Big ass <laughs> fucking St. Louis arch says, I was here. Royal Rumble. Shut you up, just, you, know, you, just, you just get a, like a, a, a bland, like, I was here. WWE, and then you bullet point the cities yeah, after that. Just put the cities and the dates after it. It'll be a whole fucking sleeve going down. You're gonna have like a like a like a uh, what's it called a uh, you know how like AJ Styles has his kids' birthdays all on his ribcage. <laughs> yeah. My shit will just say I was there with a bunch of dates. <laughs> let's get into uh, it, man. Let's let's review the Royal Rumble real real quick, and then we got uh we got some other shit to talk about that's happened since then. Uh, Tony Khan's trying to break news. Um, Shane O'Mac news came out, but let's go through the Royal Rumble. Uh, the event was a lot of fun. I was very upset that I was in line, Marty, because you had just saw me. I was still in line waiting to get my drink. And all of a sudden I hear the tribal chiefs music to lead off the mm-hmm. fucking show. I couldn't believe it. Um, so I hurry up and grab my drink. I bought two Jim Beam doubles with Diet Coke and a Fuck bottle of $75 and a there. bottle of water. She charged me $22. What? And she said, come back and see me. I said, oh, I will. And when I came back the second time and I just got one double, it was $22. I was like, what the fuck, lady? Like, I thought, because I, I tipped like, her. I gave you I a tipped her, I gave you a taste. I, I tipped her taste. 15 bucks back. the first time, right? Because she fucking, I don't know if she did it on purpose or she didn't, but I tipped her 15 bucks. Like, if this is what we're doing, like, I know how this shit works. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you going to hook me up? I'm going to hook you up. I ain't got a problem with it. But, uh. Went running back to the seat, got there just in time to catch Roman getting in the ring, and then all of a sudden, Sierra Hotel. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck's going on? Like, I thought Moxley was showing up, right? And then Rollins comes out, 
hilariously. Uh, what'd you think about about this whole thing, Marty? Well, first, uh, one, I was happy that, that that was the first match start tonight. I'm like, this is perfect. This is gonna be a ma- great. I think this is gonna be a great match. Um, then I was like, oh, this is bullshit. First of all, why the fuck's Roman coming out? He's the fucking tribal chief. And then Sierra Hotel India Echo. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. That works. They can't. They can't do this to start the show off. They gotta have the Roman in the ring for this shit. Right. Um, I thought it was great. And then his fucking little barrel roll over the barricade to get into the ring. Right. Oh my God. That's what I, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, man. Besides it. uh, besides Becky versus Dewdrop, the crowd was hot all night, and that's all. Yeah. That always makes it more fun too, right? When the crowd is into it. Just fucking Seth doing a barrel roll over the thing got like a big pop of the night, right? right? Um, the match was good. I actually watched it again this morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, like, I'm a big fan of the way Roman Reigns wrestles. Like, <clears throat> he could take his little ass whooping at the beginning from Seth. But, man, when he starts getting going and he just beats the dog shit out of And then there's no, no bullshit either, right? Like, he grabbed Seth like four times and was just slinging him in the shit outside the ring. Immediately goes for the cover, like... His wrestling psychology is always really good. It looks like he's actually trying to win the fucking match. Like, right. a lot of people don't do that, right? Um, but just watching it back this morning, I didn't realize how good of a match that was. I didn't realize Seth fucking hit that little spinning elbow, the uh, buckle bomb, and then went right for the curb stomp and hit yeah, that. Dude. And the, the fucking pop he got for that. People thought he was going to win right there. I, I got nervous, man. So I watched the I re, I rewatched it like on Tuesday, I think. Um uh, yeah, they when he went through that little moment where he was fucking went going to town and then got the curb stomp in, I'm like, oh fuck, I got nerve. I'm like, because I was not expecting him to win, but then when that shit went down, I'm like, oh fuck, he might actually win right here. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but no, I I I thought that was a great match. I and even watching it back on Peacock, it was um, I thought it was, it was great. I, I was fantastic. Um, so and they, they, you know, I know people are bitching about the ending. I don't. Care. But it's fucking poetic justice. Like it makes sense, yep. it uh you know it it and like it, Rollins man I don't know how, we'll talk about this later I don't know how much you got wrestling into this week, but Rollins mentioned it later this week you know it's he has he's bought a piece of property in the mind, or in the heart of Roman Reigns or whatever he said uh that basically like you know this is never over this mm. is always gonna be there and it, that's exactly it like you couldn't I mean you could have had a clean finish and ended it and whatever but at the end of the day. It's not a clean. It's not going to ever be over. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's Rock and Triple H. It's it's Brett and Sean. It, it doesn't matter. It's it's this shit. It's going to last forever. You mean Brett and that uh, piece of shit, Sean? R- Roman told him, like this is. I'm not going. I'm never going to forgive you for for what you did to the Shield. And Roman talking shit, shit at the him. end too. And I fucking love it with the referee. Like let him go. He's like he fucking deserves this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he won't let me let him go. <laughs> exactly, exactly right there. He won't let me forget this. It's it's like yep, yep. This is exactly what it should have been. So those are like just bitching, complaining about. It. I'm like I don't fucking care. Obviously you can't enjoy a storyline. Yeah. Because this shit is not just a storyline and giving us a feud and match right now. This is giving us a storyline that's going to last a generation in an era. Like get your, get off your fucking high horse. It's not all about the final moment. This thing's gonna last forever, and we're gonna get some great matches going forward out of this. Even the uh, the chair shot Roman hit him with the first time, Seth fell just like Roman did exactly. when he broke the shield up. Like people yep. didn't even notice little shit like that because they're too busy bitching about stuff. Exactly. Instead of paying attention to like the little nuances of things, but I love the storytelling with them. Uh, Obviously, that's going to be put on the back burner because fucking old ass Goldberg showed up and Brock 
which we'll talk about later. Can we wait? Can we wait on that? Why just? Yeah, we, we were talking about um, the Royal Rumble. Can we just wait? So next up is the Women's Royal Rumble, and out first is Sasha Banks. Why do I mention that? Because Terry Lynch was so sure, like <laughs> yelling at me in front of everybody, and I'm a, I'm a. What, what does she do? She's a uh, radiology technician. I read MRIs for a living. I'm like, girl, these are kayfabe MRIs. Like, what the hell are you talking about? These ain't real. I was like, Sasha Banks is coming back, and then. A, unbeknownst to us like because we were out drinking you know we're not watching smackdown sasha shows back up on smackdown and she's like i'm like well let's bet a drink on it i guess that's how it happened i don't know i was already drunk um tara says you don't even remember the bet <laughs> all i know is you owe me a drink so the next fucking event we go to at wrestlemania i expect the fucking double crown and coke zero um but sasha comes out first followed by melina which i don't i I don't know if they were like backstage and they were like, Hey, you know what we should do? We should make Rucker get in trouble with his wife tonight. So you come out and you do the splits and you bounce up and down and then I'll eliminate you and then I'll do the splits. And then he'll say something stupid and his wife will get mad at him. Right? Like that's the plan. Didn't work. Ladies didn't fucking work. I was too drunk to be paying attention. I didn't see that shit till I got back. (laughs) Aren't you a lucky man? (laughs) The rest of us saw, and I was sitting next to EJ and I thought I would hold that man down. Melina, uh, my word. But no, the uh, here's what I here's what, that's what pissed me off too about Friday night is the fact that then that Sasha Banks came back Friday night. Yeah, like I mean, you're literally like I get it, but you're tw- you're less than twelve hours away, or less than twenty four hours away. I like, thought that Marty, but why not just fucking make the because like, it's because like Ronda was coming buy back. Last minute tickets to go to Royal Rumble for fucking Sasha Banks because Ronda was coming back, right? You want you want Sasha to get her moment beforehand. Like she got her whole moment coming back. She would have had her moment because Ronda no. didn't come out for twenty eight people later. True, but Ronda would have overshadowed Sasha coming back. So, you know, let her let her come I, back on I, Friday. I, I didn't mind it. I but didn't the thing, mind it. here's the thing: how many people? Nope. How many people watched her her come back on Friday night? I don't know. Not everybody was in St. Louis. Hell, it was a fucking ghost town. You just said that. Uh, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So I you don't know, know. what was crazy was the fact that. Uh, I went going back, you know, it was like nine, ten o'clock and fucking Smackdown's on. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. This shit would have been over like three hours ago at home. It, or it's only barely seven o'clock at home right now. Um, so that's crazy. Let's let's go ahead and get through the rumble. Obviously, Ronda comes out and wins. What were what was your favorite part of the rumble? And I'll tell you mine. And then what'd you think about Ronda winning? Um, you can look, but you can't touch. I forgot uh, the Bellas were even in. That's right. And then Bree fucking knocked Nikki out like a dumbass. Yeah, Bree, man. That's bullshit. Nikki with the bob haircut now, looking like a fucking yoga mom. I mean, I ain't complaining. Um, I wasn't saying that to be bad. I was just saying she's got the mom haircut now. Yeah, I. Uh, you know what? Honestly, I. I love Mickey coming out. I love Mickey being the match. Uh, I think that was great that she they they um they let her eliminate somebody. Um, Michelle McCool, long term storytelling for all the Piggy James shit. You know exactly. Um, oh, Cameron was in the the thing. Cameron was on my flight to to Denver and then to L A. Oh well. yeah, did you tell her yeah. that your podcast co host was up dancing to her song when she fucking music hit? She has. She kind of like <laughs> had her like her all. Her entourage was like that was probably her. the most annoying moment I had was me dancing to that shit. Somebody <laughs> call my mama. I I did get a couple eye rolls. We, for I, that, I, but it's right, like, I forgot. I did look over. I did. We did see you dancing <laughs> on that shit. 
I don't give a fuck. I was having fun. I said that a lot that night too. I don't give a fuck. Like y'all, y'all kiss my ass. Like this is fun. Like what, yeah. you didn't pay all this money to come here and just fucking sit here and try to like this ain't New Japan. Get up and fucking cheer. Get up and have fun. That's what I was doing. Yeah. No. I. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I can't think. I don't think there's like exact a single moment that's like, oh shit. Like this is what I'm gonna remember. I think I had more moments of like, ugh, really, really. I did. Okay. I definitely did in the men's room. The women's room, I really liked. Um, I love the Ivy coming out was hilarious. I, I love Nikki Ash beating up Molly Holly, Mighty Molly. Like, oh, bitch, she beat her ass. Bitch, there's only room for one superhero around this motherfucker. She wore her ass out. Um, that was good. You mentioned it earlier, man. Like, I'm I'm so mad that I didn't have my video camera out when Mickey's music hit. But it was I was trying to put my camera. Usually I take a lot of videos and pictures. I was trying not to this time and just like enjoy it. But yeah. man, I was so happy that she got such a big fucking reaction. And then when people saw she had the belt with her, like everybody cheered. And then of course, she couldn't even get in the ring before Michelle McCool kicked her in the face. And I was like, oh, looks like WWE's fucking her <laughs> over. But I mean, she had a good mm -hmm. showing. It's probably the, her best Royal Rumble show, and she don't even fucking work in the company anymore. Leave the WWE to book her better as a champion of another fucking company than they book her as a legend of their company. But I was really glad that uh, that she got a big reaction because, I don't know, there was a part of me that was worried that, like, people wouldn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. not everybody knows all the, the backstory of it. So that was good to see that. Um, it was good. Like I said, it was good to see Melina come back. Uh, the Bella Twins, it's always good to see Nikki Bella. Brie Bella sucks, but it's always wow. good to see Nikki Bella. Uh, and then Ronda coming back. Like, it was kind of like, I mean, we talked about it on this show, like, before all the rumors started. I said, I think Ronda's coming back to win. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of predictable, but it wasn't. Like, when her music hit, I was like, I knew it. But I was still like, fuck yeah, Ronda's back. Yeah. And then she started throwing them fucking Shane McMahon jabs and combinations. And I'm like, come on, girl. Like,. <laughs> You're way better than well, that. Like, I hit mean, somebody was, for real. Hold on. It was, she was doing those against Brie Bella. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah, she should have hit her for real. <laughs> she couldn't kill them. She couldn't kill soccer mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, So Rhonda and Charlotte come at the end, and it was so anticlimactic the way it ended. They literally, like, talk shit, and I actually started to get excited about it. I was like, hell yeah, fucking Rhonda and Charlotte about to get into it. Like, who's going to win? Clearly Rhonda's going to win, but they're about to beat the shit out of each other. And before I could even <laughs> think that, she dumped Charlotte's ass over the top rope. I was like, "Oh, okay, I guess that's what we're doing." And Ronda yeah. won. Um, I um, I wanted there to be more too. When I saw that, I knew that's when I knew right there we weren't getting Becky versus Ronda. Um, I don't want Becky be versus Ronda because that happened. It's like, yeah, we're getting Charlotte versus Ronda. That's that's gonna happen. I don't so. mind. Um, Becky doesn't need Ronda. Ronda doesn't need Becky. Charlotte, well, as, I'm as, a, I'm gonna be that guy, and people are gonna hate it. But now Becky's gonna interject herself in that match and be a triple threat match. Uh, I hope not. I hope not. But it could happen. I don't. I don't it's see that happening. Happen, but it could. I'm gonna tell you what I think is gonna happen because of what happened on SmackDown, where it's you basically be Trish had no versus. Yeah, what? Well, because here's the thing: Trish is Trish is posting pictures of water watching these events the other day. It's yeah, her and Bailey both because her and Bailey both posted down. the same picture because I think it's got something to do with them not being vaccinated and they were invited to the Rumble but they couldn't. Like I don't, I don't know the whole story, but there was a reason why Trish and Bailey both posted the exact same fucking pose watching the Royal Rumble. Um, it had something to do with that. But um, 
as far as interjecting themselves, I think Sasha is. I think there's a reason that Charlotte called Sasha out, told her she wanted to fight her at WrestleMania, told her she'd have a contract for her next week. I mean, it's easy for Sasha to just come out and be like, look, this is what you said, bitches on tape. Like, get my contract. I want in the match too. And I, I can see them having a triple threat match. And I, I wouldn't mind seeing Becky and Bianca at WrestleMania. Or, I don't. Or, but I'm going to tell you why I don't want Becky versus Ronda. This version of Becky Lynch is not the man, right? Like, no. it's not the badass version that it was in 2018 right. where you knew Ronda could whoop her ass, but you knew she didn't give a fuck. And she was going to go in there and, and give it back to her. Now she's kind of like a chicken shit heel. She's dressing all goofy. She's talking shit, you know. She's big time Bex now. Yeah. She's not the man. She's not the man like she was. And I, I don't, I'm just, they missed the moment already, right? Like, they can't force it. When she walked out after she won the fucking Royal Rumble and she challenged Ronda Rousey, that was it. That was when they should have did it. The way that crowd was fucking going crazy for that, and the internet was going crazy, and then after that, they just shit the bed with the booking of it and put Charlotte in there. Like, you go back and watch that, where she comes out and interrupts Ronda Rousey and tells her, like, I want to fight you at WrestleMania. And then Ronda cuts her little promo, like, everybody knows I could just kill you if I wanted to. <laughs> like, that was it. That was all you needed. It's too late. Like, they, they've missed the boat on it. So, I'm... I'm not here for Becky versus Ronda. <clears throat> yeah, I don't want that match happening right now either. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Who's, who's, who, yeah. I don't want Bianca versus versus uh, Becky either. We like it's. I, don't... I wouldn't mind Sasha and Becky, but Sasha's on SmackDown. Like Sasha yeah. and Becky at WrestleMania would fucking tear that place down. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I, we still got time. I'm like, I don't really want to talk about. WrestleMania for her right now because it's got so much that can happen from now till then. Um, I, just, I know I don't want I don't want Bianca in the championship match again though. That's for sure. Um, then we got Becky versus Dewdrop, a lackluster match. People are more excited about the WrestleMania sign that was melting behind the ring, <laughs> catching on fire. I yeah, dude, I smelled that shit all the way by me. Like I couldn't figure out what that was. Um, it was almost like if I was on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, and I could smell the water. Or someone was smoking some nasty vape behind me and had like a bad flavor. Uh, and like, what the fuck is this? And then I looked over, the signs come down. Like, oh, oh, they, they caught the pyro caught on fire. And then I was like, nope, it's melting. Like, there's it's literally dripping to the ground. I'm like, oh shit. Okay, that's what we're smelling all the way the hell over here. Uh, people, yeah, you know, people were more excited about that sign than they were about the match. And I mean, at the end of the day, look, I mean, it was, I'm not gonna say it was a horrible match, I don't think it was a horrible match. It wasn't a horrible match, but, but like, it wasn't amazing. It wasn't, it was, you know, Dewdrop's yeah. not gonna win, yeah, like, right? So, yeah, so how do you get invested in a match when you know she's not gonna win? Like, there was no way in hell she was gonna beat Becky Lynch. Now, yeah, if you thought she was gonna win and you go back and you watch that match, it was a good match. Like, I'm watching it, I'm like. She ain't going to win, but whatever. And then I rewatched it again. I'm like, it's actually a pretty decent match. And Becky was really smart when the sign caught on fire. She was just like, all right, let's just chill here for a minute. Let everybody calm the fuck down. But they never did. Like, everybody was still invested in the sign. Uh, Hitting the fucking manhandle slam off the middle rope was a cool thing to do, a good way for her to win. But she's on to, isn't she fighting somebody at Elimination Chamber? Yeah, Lita. Lita. Ugh. Ugh. Um, so she's on the elimination chamber. She beats Dewdrop. She keeps the title, and then we got Brock versus Lashley. And I was disappointed in this match in person, probably because I was drunk. Um, Possibly. 
I watched it back again this morning after I watched Roman versus Seth. It was actually better than I thought it was for the little mm-hmm. bit of time that it was. Uh, I thought they made Bobby not look as strong as they could have made him look in winning. Like, I feel like Brock should have still got back up after the title shot and at least had Bobby fucking spear him and get the win instead of just, like, crawling over there and taking the belt. But it is what it is. The big story with this was fucking Heyman and Roman and Brock. Um, That whole thing with with Roman just fucking sticking his hand out and everybody's like, oh, what the fuck's going on? And then when Paul started handing him the belt, you just heard the crowd just fucking like climbing like, oh shit, oh shit. And then when he hit him and they leave together, I was like, it's like, man, the storytelling these motherfuckers are doing is so good right now. Like I hope, I hope it doesn't get overlooked years down the line about how good this tribal chief shit has been since it started. Yeah. Cause there's so much little shit that they do that if you're not paying attention to, you don't catch it. It's like, I don't know, man. It's 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 a different level than the rest of the shit that's going on in WWE right now. Yeah, like um, we'll get to it later. But like, as you know, SmackDown this week, I watched three parts of the whole W or the whole SmackDown event. I didn't watch a single match. I watched three promos. One of them was on accident. Um, but that you know, it, it, the story that they, that the three of these guys are telling, uh, it's fans. And and Roman's been the one carrying the story the whole time. He's got Paul there. Brock hasn't been there the whole time, you know, and it's, that's just, it's It's been such an entertaining mat or program to watch since it started. Um, I can't wait for that. Um, but Bobby Lashley is the, is a champion. Um, I'm, dude, I'm so tired of fucking MVP. Marty. I just, I'm tired. I have something to tell you. I've been meaning to tell you this for a while. You got to quit watching wrestling and being mad at everything. I'm not mad at everything. People are just you focus. You focus on the stuff you don't <laughs> like so much more than you focus on the stuff that you do like. Well, I mean, when this is a match of Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley, MVP and, didn't uh, do shit. He was just out there. No, just in general, MVP part of it all just annoys me. He didn't do anything. Yeah, he does. He he. Was he there. just stood there like a manager supposed to. You just no. you're tripping. You're tripping. No. I watched the match this morning. He literally just stood <clears> there. He wasn't yelling. He wasn't doing anything. He, he was, was just happy that this guy won. He was yelling. And Monday night, he was a punk-ass bitch. Why? Because he fucking held his guy back from killing Brock Lesnar? No, nah, because he doesn't let Bobby do his shit. That's what, a, man. that's what that a Bobby heel manager's for. That's that what Bobby a heel manager's for. The heel manager's supposed to step in and be like, nah, you don't want to do this now. Let's make Bobby Lashley's the almighty. He don't need a fucking mouthpiece. Well, he listened to him. Bobby Lashley out there with that clean-ass suit on. Looking like one of the fucking Isley brothers. That's five dollar. That's five dollar suit. <laughs> Whatever. That shit was clean as hell. If I look like Bobby Lashley, I'd wear this fucking suit too. Who's <laughs> who's gonna tell you different besides Brock Lesnar? That's about the only person that can say something to you. <laughs> Anybody else would be like whispering to their friends, look at that stupid ass suit. Man, you look you look clean, boy. That's a clean ass suit. Oh shit. You got Edge and Beth. The grit couple versus the it couple. It was more like the shit couple because I went to the bathroom during this match. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. This match wasn't that good. <laughs> like, not even a little bit. Um, <clears throat> Edge and Beth get the win. Like Did they? Expected. I didn't even know they won. Oh yeah, they yeah. hit the double. Uh, the double titty breaker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they got the win. Um, that's basically what we can say about that. Yeah. Now we get to the men's Royal Rumble. Boo! Do we have to talk about this? This this was a shit. Brock Lesnar won. 
Um, Tara says I enjoy watching Maurice run around in her thong. Yeah, Maurice. Wasn't I wearing, mean, she was she was she wearing was, she was wearing like some like BD, uh, you know. She wasn't wearing a lot of clothes. She that was more lingerie than she was wearing. Like that wasn't even diva. That wasn't even diva style. That was just like Maurice knows hey, what. Maurice what knows we have why people came BDSM? to see her. She knows she's yeah. not good at wrestling, and she she's <clears> a fucking <throat> the true word of a diva. Like I ain't mad at it. I like it when uh, like we had SoCal Val on on here mm-hmm. a while ago. And she was like, I'm a fan of the diva stuff. Like, I don't care about an arm bar. Fucking work rate. You know what I mean? She's like, I'm there for the outfit. I'm there to see the women, like, look good and shit like that. And there's, I think there's a place for all of that. Like, everybody doesn't have to be, <clears throat> you know, fucking Sasha Banks or Io Shirai. Right. Like, there's some people that are there as, and Maurice kind of knows that. She's like, I'm, I'm not that fucking good at wrestling. I'm a diva's champion because I'm hot. Like, so that's what she uses it for. Flaunted if you got it. That's her mind, you know. Hey, as as they can see, um, the the men's Royal Rumble was just filled with people who shouldn't have been there. Mm. I mean, it was just a lack of star power. In the Rich Holland, Rumble. yeah, Johnny Knoxville. You know these guys aren't going to win. Chad Gable, Dominic Mysterio, Ugh. Rick Boogs. Can you not name them all? Madcap Moss. I'll fall asleep. Don't name them all. It's, it's Bad just... Bunny. It's, I like Bad Bunny in it though. I do. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. Bad Bunny looked good he in does. this match. He I enjoyed good at WrestleMania. Like... Well, I've always I, I'm I'm a fan of Bad Bunny. He's mm-hmm. I love his music. Um, and, but ever since he's been in the WWE and doing wrestling, like I've enjoyed him being there. Yeah, but yeah. Him on the mic sometimes it's just like shut up, dude. Bad just Bunny. shut up. But him in the ring. It's it's been entertaining when he's in there. And he's he got to be the, really good. He's got to he be looked, the best celebrity wrestler. Yeah, I was about to say he's been. doing shit that that some pros don't even do. Yeah, you know, like like full timers don't do. Dennis Rodman, uh, eh. Carl Malone, whatever. Jay Leno, who gives a fuck, right? Like uh, Kevin Federline. None of these motherfuckers were nearly as good as what Bad Bunny is in the ring. Yeah, uh, admire. No, no. no. I, when yeah. I look at Bad Bunny, I look at somebody who's like trying to be an actual wrestler when he's in the ring. Admar says, yeah. why even waste a slot with Knoxville if he gets tossed in 40 seconds? Yeah, because he sucks. But uh, he's got to promote Jackass. Say, Fuck Bunny. He didn't even know Bad Bunny was even in WWE until that <laughs> night. Bad Bunny was cool. Um, yeah, it was just a lack of star power. And the, the further you got into the match, the more you realized Brock was coming out to win, which yeah. is what we fucking predicted here well before the show even happened that – Roman, well, I think it, I think I said it fucking word for word, word for word, that Roman was going to cost Brock the belt, and then Brock was going to win the fucking Royal Rumble and challenge Roman, and that's what the fuck happened. Um, yeah, it was just, it got to the point where there were more people in this match that you knew had no chance of winning and made no chance of winning, that they were just there to be bodies, and they could have used them for so many different options. Yeah. Um, you knew it was going to be shit have, when Kofi have, when Kofi fucked up his move. <sighs> He was like, yeah. yeah, this Royal Rumble's going to suck. Because Kofi, I mean, the guy's been doing it for fucking 20 years, though, and he finally messes one up. But yeah. Well, not only that, but like you can tell like he was probably supposed to go go for a while in the match. Mm-hmm. And he was going to be that excitement in the match. Mm-hmm. And that happens. And Yeah. I mean, you got one point. Here's the thing. So right in the middle, you know, we had, we had some, you know, to start it off, we had some people in there at the beginning that entertained. You had AJ, you had Nakamura, um, Ford, Priest, you know, even Sami Zayn. He's not, you know, he's whatever. But Sami Zayn is still somebody who is entertaining in the ring. 
Uh, and then you had Dawkins in there with with Montez and Omar showed up and Ricochet. And then you had Chad Gable, Mr. Dominic, Corbin, Ziggler, Sheamus, Boogs, Cap, or uh, Mad Cap Moss. And then it just got to the point like we went through a, like a lull mm-hmm. that brought it all down right in the middle, you know, of it. And then you had like Riddle, McIntyre, and Mister or Kevin Owens show up. And then it just after that, yeah, it just you know. And then we had Shane McMahon show up. Ugh. I'm not gonna lie. I, when his music came, I was excited. I love Shane McMahon. Well, um, good thing but, you were there for the last time his music's ever gonna hit in WWE because he got <laughs> fired. But he, he didn't need to be there. Uh, the motherfucker was like one of the last four, wasn't he? He, he was the last four. Ugh. This just that just I don't know, man. It's just there was such a lack of star power in that road. Like, honestly, I'm not one that like gets mad and like pouts like, oh, this show was awful. But man, that that men's Royal Rumble ending the show almost like ruined the entire event. Like it was so fucking long and boring. Like we talked about me how goofy I was acting the whole fucking time. I don't think one time during the men's Royal Rumble, except for when Kofi and Biggie came out, like I stood up and did anything. I was literally just sitting there like, okay, here's another fucking jobber. Here's another person I don't give a fuck about. Right? Like, here's somebody else that has no fucking chance in winning. And then the higher it got, the more I was like, well, I guess Brock's coming out late. And, of course, he fucking did. And then he comes out and just destroys everybody. If they put this rumble in the place where the women's rumble was or higher in the card after Brock versus Lashley and put the women's rumble last, I think everybody leaves that arena feeling so much better than they did with having the men's rumble last because that's the last thing you remember like you sit there and the shit let's let's call it what it was the fucking royal rumble was boring as shit at the end of the night the men's rumble like i was bored out of my mind there was a one point where i actually thought like if we'd have been driving i would have left early but the fact that we were just walking across the street to the hotel there was no point because you paid all that money to be there but if we were driving i would have left early yeah you know i mean and you know at the end, he had Randy Orton come out 29th, and he's only out there for like two minutes. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I'm a I'm an Orton fan. It's his hometown. He should have been out there a little earlier than that. Like, you knew he was going to be in there. Yeah. Why have him come out 29th? Yeah. Um, and there's stories behind that, too, apparently, between him and Shane backstage, too. Um, well, so put a pin in it. Brock wins. He challenges Roman. Uh, we're going to take our last break. When we come back, Marty, we're going to have to speed through all the news and shit like that that we got revolving around backstage politics and Shane getting fired and MJF and CM Punk. We'll do a speed round if you want to, Marty, on the other side of the break. Until then, stay tuned. This is Boot to the Face, episode 172. Cooking a hot bus, fucking on your bitch, shit, thought that. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to something, bruh. I don't trust nobody, get the uh. Call up the gang and they come for ya. 
Rackets on rackets, got backings on backings. I'm riding around in a coupe. I take your bitch right from you. Bitch, I'm a dog. Beat the whole walls loose. Then hop in the frog. I tell that bitch it can come for me. Swear all these haters is under me. They hating the devil, keep jumping me. Big rolls on me, keep me company. Hey, the moves, pull up and ghost. My diamonds a choker. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 172, Chris Rucker, Marty Vasquez, talking about all of our fun we had in the Royal Rumble. And now, we're about to get into some uh, some rumors, some innuendo, if you will, a little bit of backstage stuff. Uh, before we get into the Shane stuff, Marty, let's, let's start with your boy TK. Let's start with Tony Khan. Tony Khan. On the Twitter machine That's- talking about forbidden doors and shit. Yeah, have you seen? Did you look into this at all? I have not. I kind of, I kind of don't want to. I kind of want to. I kind of want to well, just watch and no see what happens. Mentioned. There's no hints at it being mentioned. All he says is that somebody's walking through the forbidden door, and he's going to debut on Wednesday night. Going to debut, I think, in a ladder match um, for a uh, who's uh, maybe Isaiah Cassidy. I think it is uh, shot for the the TNT title. Uh, something like that, but it's um, basically says they can walk the door, they can they can shut the fuck, they can close the fucking door on the, the company they're currently with. It's like oh shit, shots being fired. All right then, uh, Keith Keith Lee is now walking through a forbidden door. Keith Lee is no longer with the company. I was Keith Lee, Keith Lee was Keith actually Lee my first up. thought too. I'm sorry, this is coming from the chat. Keith Lee, <sighs> yeah. That was my. They don't first need him. Too, the though. guy sucks. Like get yeah. like I don't know what the hyper Keith Lee is. Yeah, he's know. not good. See, in the I, ring or on the mic. I disagree. He wore sour We're with me. To. He he wore sour with me towards the end of WWE. I didn't watch him when he was in PWG. I didn't watch him on the Indies, so I didn't know a lot about him. When he was in NXT, like I fucking I dug him big time. He could, he could fucking wrestle his ass off. I don't like him on the mic. I think you're right with that, but. Just WWE, just I don't know, man. They just they made him not good. Like he came in so good in NXT, but in WWE, like you're right, he was just you're just like man, just get off the TV. But well, even in W in NXT, like him on the mic, the way he changes his voice to talk on the mic, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I don't know, it just yeah, I could agree with that. I don't like him on the mic either, but. When you're that big his, and that good in wrestling, I don't know. His first music was good. I don't know what that new shit they had, but I don't know. <clears throat> if I can go without watching Keith Lee on TV, we're good. Like, here's the thing: they got Will Hobbs. They don't need Keith Lee. That's not the same fucking person, though. They're not even it's close not, to being but the it's, same. They got they got a big a big dude that's gonna beat some ass, and they're gonna bring Keith Lee in to do the same thing. I mean, they got big people everywhere. Yeah, but I don't know. They they're got, got even, what I'm saying is they the got same. big guys. They Hobbs, got big guys who they're not using. Hobbs doesn't so do anything like Keith Lee does. Keith Lee is a big motherfucker that can move. Hobbs is just a big powerhouse. Keith Lee and Hobbs are not even close to being the same. Mm, I don't know. They're, you won't see Hobbs another, jumping off the fucking top rope. You won't see Hobbs doing a backflip. That's not been using. 
I mean, besides them both being big and black, that's really where the comparison, I the only know. fucking thing um, is. What's the Keith Lee's? I don't know. I don't. I don't. The way he left WWE, I don't. You know, and everything before that, I don't know. Like I just, I don't know. I don't. We spend I don't a lot of time talking him. about a motherfucker that's not even in the notes. This is supposed to be a speed round. I know this is coming from the, <laughs> fuck Jay. It's Jay's fault. Fucking Jay's magazine like wasn't in St. Louis. He's like he's like the AEW crowd. He's just fucking trying to take over here. Yeah, he's fucking chant shit uh, for no reason. <clears throat> I don't even know what we're talking about. Oh, fucking Forbidden Door. I don't. I don't know who it's gonna be. I'm interested to see who it is. That's for sure. Um, but you know, Tony Khan getting his words out there again. Um, <laughs> other rumors of AEW. For, well, first of all, we talked about it. Sam McMahon has been let go of the WWE. Quietly, as it said, then it became loud. Um, two things. It's fucking shaming man. Is he really gone? <laughs> they gonna fire that motherfucker from the family? What? Is what he fuck? really gone? <laughs> or is this going to be a storyline and the motherfucker pops up somewhere? I ain't going to be and a story, somebody man. up over on the road to rest. But you think this is real? Like, legit? Like, he's gone? Yeah, I think Shane's better talking that bullshit. And Vince is like, I'm okay. through with your ass. Get out of here. Go fucking... Go get your, uh, what do you call it? You mean give your kids a lot of money? Your fucking, uh, your inheritance? Yeah, go or get your, your trust fund? Go get your trust fund, shut the fuck up. We ain't got time for this shit no more. Go back and hang out with Roy McElroy and your fucking sports agency you left us for to run. We ain't got time for that shit. Shane out there trying to book himself into WrestleMania. Oh, man. <laughs> the and the stories that are coming back that, like, everything <laughs> happened backstage all day long. It's just like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, I would have fired his ass too. Mm-mm-mm. But Shane came back I bring that bullshit. up again. Because Tony Khan, <clears throat> now there's rumors that people are trying to recruit Shane McMahon to the AEW. For what, though? I don't know. You know, I this would be the most know. hypocritical shit in the world if Shane went to AEW and wrestled, and these Mark motherfuckers love it. Because all they do is talk shit about Shane wrestling. And if he goes to AEW, and they're like, oh, Shane's the greatest. I can't believe his work rate's phenomenal. And he's so good at doing the arm dragon. Those jabs, man, those jabs are lethal. This motherfucker took a jujitsu class from a Groupon a couple years ago. Now all of a sudden he's in there fucking trading blows with, with Matt Riddle. Like get the it wasn't fuck even out a Groupon, here. man. It was the it was the Y and it wasn't even a beginner's class. It was a you know what's that what was that what was that old um <laughs> What was I, that before Zumba and everything? Like back oh, in the day. Fucking kickball Tybo. He took Tybo, a Tybo class. <laughs> <laughs> now he's in there fighting Matt Riddle one on one, like throwing hands with him. Like, get out of here, man. If you're stupid enough to stand there and let Shane McMahon punch you three times and do that little stupid ass dance, man, I'd be gonna knock the shit out of Shane. Anyway. Uh um, I fucking hate Shane McMahon. No, I don't hate him, but I just he's annoying. He's annoying as fuck. He ain't been good in years. Agreed. Um, <clears throat> so we, uh, I don't. Did you watch AEW this week? A little bit, a little bit. You watch uh, CM Punk versus MJF? No, because it was forty-five minutes long. I just got to the end of it. I'm not watching anything with CM Punk in forty-five minutes. Yeah, it was a long match. Luckily, my drive's long, um, so it was playing in the background. Um, not a great match, as as everyone could expect, because you know CM Punk is not not the greatest in the world. Um, what and MJF MJF isn't, but it says so in his shirt. Marty he says he's the best <clears throat> in the world. Yeah, uh, you're saying they lied. I'm saying they're all brainwashed, and yeah, and I'm tired of AEW being in fucking Chicago. Like, holy shit! My God, it's like Fuck. like they I don't like know. 
the only way they got CM Punk to come back was like, all right, we're gonna do. I'll come back, and I'm gonna wrestle all I want and do what I want, and we're gonna wrestle in Chicago every other week. It's like they don't know how to read a map past fucking the Midwest. Like they haven't been out west at all. Have they been to California yet? Not. Have once. they been to Washington? Have they been to fucking uh, Idaho? Have they been that to must Vegas? Been the partnership, but like with <clears throat> CM Punk and PWTs. They're like, all right, so we're going to keep you guys in Chicago and we'll make your shirts and CM Punk will come back. Mm. Yeah, they, they've been to Chicago. I mean, shit, we just went there last year and they've been three times since then. We went there in fucking September. I feel like they've been there more than that. You might be right. Like, fuck, dude. It's like every week they pull up there in Chicago for something. Like, holy shit, leave the city already. They went to Chicago two weeks before the pay-per-view in Chicago. <laughs> you know what I mean? What like, sense does that real. make? Yeah. So, Whatever. um, was it? I mean, it, it it was what it is. Uh, um, MJF beat him with a uh, the brass ring, choked him with some tape, and then they restarted the match while CM Punk was still passed on the floor, which I thought was odd. <clears throat> Not check on the guy, make sure he's okay before restarting the match. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy's still sprawling on the ground. Right? <laughs> restart the match with the kill to something. He's like, we're going to make it fair. Restart the match. Sure. The ref yeah. said if he dies, he dies. <laughs> yeah. The ring announcer's like, wait, you going to restart the match? He's like, yeah. He's like, you don't want to wake him up or nothing? Like, He's like, no, nah, fuck <laughs> it. You want to make sure that he's still yeah. alive? Like, nah, I mean, if he gets pinned, he gets pinned. Fuck it. Whatever. We're going to restart the match still. Warlow comes out, gets involved, uh, or gets in the way, so to speak. And then MJF beats him with the ring and yeah. gets the win. So in Chicago, I was actually when it restarted, I'm like, great. And Punk's gonna get the win now. And I'm thinking, you know what'd be great? You never see it. Is that they restart the match and he still gets the win, and it fucking happened. And I was I was happy about that, even though I can care less. But either one of these fuckers, um, MJF is, is. Mo- moving up my list of favorite wrestlers in AEW. With the more he does to see him Punk, the more I'm liking the guy. Um. How about that Mox. W? How about that WWE okay. booking though? Fucking losing in your hometown. First, his first loss mm. in his hometown. Too. Imagine that. Yep. <clears throat> to MJF. I guess. Uh, well, double or nothing's right around the corner, which means he probably's not going to be headliner there because Cody will be. So we're about three months out from Sheen Punk grabbing his ball and going home. More than likely. Uh, Mox versus Brian or Mox and Brian Danielson. See this at all? Negative. Mox comes out, or Brian uh, Danielson comes out. Uh, but instead of challenging him for a fight, he wants to be his partner. I like it. Um, he was making comments. Oh, fuck, now I wish I would have wrote down his comments. Talking about, like, farmers and shit like this. And <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch it because I think Danielson's funny. I'm like, uh, I can only imagine just, the shit that Did Moxley, he just say what I yeah. think he said? Like, I can only imagine how Moxley was looking at him during it. Earthworm Jim. Did you just say what I think you just said? Like, come on, dude. <laughs> you ain't got no right saying the shit you just said. That's funny. Uh, but it, it was a good promo. I enjoyed it. Uh, we'll see what happens. Told him, you know, he can come back with his decision later. Uh, <clears throat> I just want I just have this in notes real quick. Jay Lethal's AEW performance. I love Jay Lethal. I've mm-hmm. always been a fan of him. He's fucking Ring of Honor champion. Um, his time in AEW has not been very, very good. His booking, like they have him going against fucking like Ricky Starks and Team Taz. Ricky Starks is good though. 
Oh, fuck, no, he's not. What do you mean, no, he's not? Ugh. I, Marty, yeah. I don't know what you want out of these people. Like, they're trying to build new stars, and they have new stars that are being built, like Ricky Starks, who is very, very fucking good. Then maybe they pull his ass away from fucking Taz, and he'll probably be more noticeable and be better. He's a heel. They're in a stable. <clears throat> Taz sucks. FTW sucks. Just saying. He won, he won the match. He kept the title. He did. <clears throat> uh, but... I don't know. Jay Lethal's time in AEW has not been has been underwhelming to me. Um, I get that he's he's from outside. They got to bring him in. They got to work him up. Do whatever. But I don't know him being there. Someone I enjoy watching. Somebody that I would watch Ring of Honor specifically for because they got nobody else there. Um, I don't really care to see him on TV in AEW. So I don't know. It kind of sucks. Hopefully, he turns around and flips the switch and become you know they start giving him something that's. I, I maybe get him past Ricky Starks. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Just, well, he's definitely past Ricky Starks. If Ricky Starks beat him. Okay. Well, fair enough. Let me just keep talking out my ass then. I'll just <laughs> call in the fucking back corner. I don't know why I even fucking talk. <laughs> I'm done with you, Marty. Marty said, I'm just Anyways, up my ass we got, we got SmackDown. <laughs> we had SmackDown this week. Like I said, I didn't watch a single match on SmackDown. Um, I think I watched portion of SmackDown of uh the Ricochet match, and then it got turned into a tag team match, and then I fast forwarded it because I can care less about Sheamus's and his uh crony. Um <clears throat> that was it. And then I watched the Roman pro promo Sharp and I was good. Uh, I watched the Ronda and Charlotte at the end of it, and I caught the Naomi and Sonya in the middle of it. First of all, we got to start it off. We got to talk about it. Goldberg returned. Goldberg's in a championship match. Fuck Goldberg. What the fuck? That's it. That's all I got to say about it. Fuck Goldberg. <sighs> I'm glad like, Roman's going to whoop his ass, though. I, I've been wanting to see Roman beat his ass since WrestleMania a couple years ago. I'm glad. Ro- Hopefully, Roman puts him out for good. Just retire his old ass. Leave his ass in Saudi Arabia when they fight. Just beat his ass. Leave him over there. Stuff him in one of them fucking tattoos. Tattoos. Stuff him in one of them fucking caskets or some shit over there they got. Just fucking. Y'all fly the plane and leave him. By the time he wakes up, he's like, all right, so where's everybody at? And then it's just the fucking prince and all his family over there. Like, you staying with us, bud? Yep. I mean, apparently the prince wants him. I mean, he's paying well, he, for him He could fucking there. have him. <clears throat> that's, my, that's what I'm saying. You, you don't even have to pay um, for him anymore. We will give you Goldberg, sir. You don't have to pay for him. <laughs> you can have him. <laughs> Just keep him. Please. So that's irritating. That's Elimination Chamber. That's just not going to happen. Like, it's not. He's, he's not. He better not fucking beat Goldberg or beat the beat Roman. That's bullshit if he does. I'll be so pissed. I can't wait to um, fucking hear you on Boot to the Face after Goldberg beats Roman Reigns. That'll be that. I, I will, I will tag every fucking pro wrestler in the world to tune in to see that shit. Not that they will. Ronda but. chooses Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I, we, you know, we mentioned that already. Charlotte, a Roma, Ronda puts Sonya in a fucking armbar, puts her ass down. I fucking love it. Someone needs to shut her ass up, and Ronda's the one to do it. I didn't like it because she's been fucking with Naomi for fucking months, and Naomi hadn't been able to, like, kick her ass. Ronda walks up there for the first time ever on SmackDown and just beats up the person in charge. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you, but at the end of the day, Ronda is badder than Naomi. 
Okay, but Naomi still could have beat Sonya's ass a long time ago. Naomi, didn't Naomi beat her ass like two weeks ago? Also, people were very mad at me because I said Sonya was racist at the Royal Rumble. She's only messing with the black women. And the guys around me, at first they were like, nah, And then when she eliminated Cameron and then cheated for Naomi, they were like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Um, clearly it was a joke. I hope nobody really got mad about it but no, I mean, all the storyline is the story all the people that got mad at you this week were the people who were bitching about your picture taking no it was me bitching about their picture taking motherfuckers no, no. oh no it was people pit- complaining about your bitching about the picture oh yeah 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 because yeah, my wife's boobs trolls. are in the fucking fucking assholes i don't, I don't care hey. like, these guys are fucking ridiculous yeah but they were all in their mom's basement like not touching a titty and who knows how long so they I could, mean, they could say whatever they want. Probably in their mouth yeah. at some point that day. They could say whatever they want. I'm, I sleep so, with a woman every night. They sleep. Fucking with... fuck Goldberg, Ronda chooses Charlotte, and the elimination chamber will be decided by for the WWE title. We got Brock Lesnar, Ro, uh, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, fucking Austin Theory, who apparently was taking Shane McMahon's spot, uh, AJ Styles, and Matt Riddle. You know it's gonna be so, fantastic. I have a question. You know it's gonna be fantastic. When Matt Riddle wins the WWE title in the Elimination Chamber. That's not going to be fantastic. That's going to be stupid. It's going to be fantastic. And then we're going to get Randy versus versus Riddle at WrestleMania. All right. That, that'll that be stupid. Um, I think Lash is going to keep the belt. Uh, yeah, he definitely is. How the fuck does everybody have to qualify for the match? And Brock <laughs> just looks at Adam Pearce and is like, I want in. And Adam Pearce well, is Seth like. Well, Rollins didn't. So Adam Pearce is just like, okay, fine. You're in the match. Like Brock just does whatever the fuck he wants. I mean, if I was Brock, if I was Brock, I, you know he came out for he wanted his his rematch, and then Adam Pearce was like, "Oh, you want your rematch? You can have your rematch, but you're gonna fight five other guys for it." So if I was Brock, I'd be pissed. And I'm not gonna lie, Monday night I love Brock. Monday night's promo, he had me laughing. I love Brock. Bobby, here's, come on, Bobby, Bob. I fucking here's the Bobby. other thing though, like. When Brock was the champion, he never had to defend the belt in the fucking elimination chamber. But you making Lashley do it? Like, come on, man. They got to have some kind of, like, checks, checks and balances. Brock never fucking defended the title in the elimination chamber. No, but Roman defended his in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, okay. That was fucking seven, eight years ago, though. It was I'm like talking about when Brock, ago. every year Brock is the fucking champion during the elimination chamber. They compete in the elimination chamber for a chance to fight him at WrestleMania, right? That's how Roman got him. That's how, you know, that's how they do it every year. Now, all of a sudden, Lashley gets the belt. He's got to defend the fucking thing inside the elimination chamber. And you just let Brock fucking, yeah, I was a big fan of Brock a couple years ago. Fuck Brock. I mean, Drew McIntyre defended his last year. In the elimination chamber, he doesn't count. He was a paper. I'm champion. just saying, Drew McIntyre um, doesn't count. Look where he is now. Who's he feuding with now? Fucking Madcap Moss, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, Drew McIntyre, grand opening, grand closing. I mean, you're not you're not wrong there. <laughs> Pretty much. Fuck Brock. I'm tired of Brock. Get him off my TV. I was all for it a couple years ago when everybody else was hating on it, and now I'm where everybody else was, and everybody's where I am now. Oh, Brock's so good on TV. He's so funny now. He looks like he's having fun. Newsflash. The motherfucker's been having fun the whole time. They've been paying him. He's just and been... just so we're clear, 
I'm pretty sure Brock hasn't had the WWE Championship during the Elimination Chamber, like, ever. Well, the Universal title. What it the was, fuck ever, It was Marty? literally defended, like, four times. Whatever. The, the Universal title. Fucking... Then. He was the Universal Champion when the Elimination. Because Roman had to win the Elimination Chamber to fight him. And everybody was mad that Roman beat Braun in the Elimination Chamber. Like, whatever. When was that? Couple before uh, WrestleMania, when they fought for WrestleMania the last time, Roman had to win the fucking elimination chamber to get the match with Brock. Yeah, that fact check. On, it. Was, fact check. It. That wasn't on there. That wasn't on there. Well, I hate to break it to you. It was the elimination chamber match. Roman won it. He beat Braun. Everybody was pissed off. Then he went on to WrestleMania to fight Brock and lost. Not seen that on the card. Okay, I don't know what to tell you. That's what happened. Okay. Cool. Maybe you need to not look at Wikipedia and look at WWE.com. Or just believe me. Ask Tara Lynch about going against me when it comes to this kind of shit. You end up buying me a drink. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Anyways. We got anything else we got to talk about? Because I got to get out of here. I got a lot of shit. Who you got for today. Super Bowl? Cincinnati or LA? I'm cheering for Cincinnati, but I think LA's going to win. I'm cheering for Cincinnati, and I think Cincinnati's going to win. I think LA's going to win. But did you hear that they, uh, they made adjustments? To the, uh, it's not funny. <clears throat> it's not funny. What? What you're about to say is not funny. All right, never mind. <laughs> it's funny. You know what is funny though? The Cowboys got eliminated. Fucking wild card weekend, and here we are in the Super Bowl, and everybody's still talking about them. Nobody's because making jokes. Hilarious. Nobody's it's making hilarious. jokes about the Packers because nobody gives a fuck about the Packers. Because America, talks, America hates the Packers. The Packers. Cowboys been eliminated for a month. And every time there's a new fucking team that wins, they compare them to the Cowboys. Why is that, you think? <laughs> no one's comparing them to the Cowboys. They always do. Joe Burrow's nope. won two playoff games. That's the same amount Dak has won in six years. You could say that about anybody. You could have said, said that, that about the Cowboys. You could have said that. No, the they're really not. No, you, actually, you know what? The Cowboys haters are the loudest people out there. Okay. Tell me I'm wrong. When the Cowboys lose, what happens online? Motherfuckers like know, you, I, fucking Bree, Admire. This is just people in our circle. Like, you get online, all you see is people sharing memes about the Cowboys. When the Cowboys all, win, asshole. I rarely say anything when they win. First of all, asshole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When's the last time I said anything? When's the last time I posted anything about the you Cowboys? You literally were just about to tell that whack-ass joke about the fucking hosting the Super Bowl shit. But I didn't. Because and I stopped I, you. I was about to. I was about to. That would have been the first one. That would have been the first one. <laughs> Predictable. You're more predictable than Brock winning the fucking Royal Rumble. Oh, you're more predictable than the WWE on its best day. <laughs> on their worst day. No, best day. Because on the best day, they can't be fucking <laughs> surprised it's on that shit. And our dumbasses still pay money to go see these motherfuckers. 100%. This is fun. And they got they already got my money for, for, for April. So, hey, here we are. Yeah, got my rest. Months we'll be bitching about something else, but I'm sure we'll be enjoying something else as well. Yep. That's all we got, Marty. I'm done. I'm ready to go. What about you? I'm good, man. Let's do it. We appreciate everybody tuning in as usual. Don't forget patreon.com slash filter free. Um, what happens with us is our audio will come out three days earlier on Patreon than it will regularly. And then we'll come up with some kind of other stuff. Uh, 80 Proof did their first live stream the other day. Filter free podcast is on there. There's other there's other networks and podcasts on there. It's $10 a month. You basically get seven or eight podcasts for the week. I think it's a good investment. I'd appreciate it if you went and did it. And to make sure that you watch Boot to the Face and 80 Proof to support us. Because, honestly, we're better than the rest of the people that are on there. It's I a mean, competition. 
We proved that this week. The first show on the network. We whooped that ass. beating them down. Um, yeah, it's a competition. So it's all in good fun, though. So filter free. I'm sorry. Patreon.com slash filter free. Go subscribe. Appreciate all the people that have already. Thank you for joining us. Until next week, Marty. This has been Boot to the Face. For Marty, I'm Rucker. Peace. Later. For the year that y'all loving to hate If you fucking with the team You catch a boot to the face Rebound from the boot I hit the Irish whip Don't be mad Cause we know your podcast ain't shit Stop hating motherfucker You know he the man RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant And them two hard hitters Repping Montreal Godfathers of the crew Making sure we ball If you still wanna hate